broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 56 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. Can't believe we're on episode 56 when I just said that right now. 56. Think about that, guys. We've done like like every episode's like an hour and a half to two hours. So we've done 56 episodes. It's like over 100 hours of content. It's crazy. I was going to say that. Are we approaching almost a week of you could listen to us for like a straight week? Without interruption. Good. Somebody, a fan emailed me and said that they listened to all of our catalog in two weeks. And I thought that that was impossible. Wow. I was like, how could you have done that? <laughs> but I, I mean, I believe them. If you're listening right now, pers- I, I don't remember who it was. But if they're listening right now, I mean, I believe you. But still, that's that's some dedication. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So we, we've got Trevor and we got Damon. We got the whole crew to here today, So uh, which is which is great. Uh, we're just happy to have everybody. So, especially since you know we lost Damon for a little while there, and now we have him back again. So, yes, I'm all back. the Damon fans are probably super happy about that. Yeah, you know it's good to be back. Like I said, I'm in a new office. It's it's small, but I like it. It's kind of separated from everything else. So, and and as I was telling these guys, I think that we're actually going to end up with a Disney room in this house because oh, yeah. we have a spare bedroom that. I, you know, it's funny. My daughter, as she's getting a little bit older now, I mean, not that old. She's nine. But, you know, she's like, you know, maybe I try something new. So she's into this whole flower watercolor thing. So a lot of the Disney stuff is getting kind of retired. And we actually have some really nice stuff. Like we have some original cells from Winnie the Pooh um, back when they were selling them. We have some <clears throat> frozen original art that was done, sent to us actually for our website and stuff like that. So we have a lot of things that we're going to fill this room with. So it will be nice. Hopefully I can get a picture of it once we're done. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I'm, back think... to, I'm, I'm back to monopolizing the conversation. Is everyone happy about that? <laughs> uh, I, I think we'd all love to see that too. I mean, that oh, yeah. Yeah. that sounds awesome. So. I don't, yep. Damon. After the last episode, I don't think you ever shared a picture of your of your podcast studio. I, you know, it's funny. I, I I had it up there and then I took it down because I was like, you know, I was like, does anyone really care? I mean, maybe, maybe like I said, the Disney room will be a little bit different. It was just yeah. it was hot in the attic, but uh, like I said, now I'm in a little bit of a smaller space. That's a lot easier. Yeah, well, and I know Trevor. I know you're modeling your ba- bathroom that you're remodeling after the poly, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to have some poly inspiration to it. So it's not going to look exactly like the poly, but, uh, yeah, when that's done, I'll, I'll be excited to, to share that too. Cause, uh, we, we think it'll be really cool. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, that is, that's pretty cool. I, I don't really have, you know, I, I've got very subtle Disney stuff around my house, like very subtle. And what I mean by that is like, I've got some uh, stuff that I, I buy a lot of stuff at the Art of Disney. Every time we go, we tend to buy a couple pieces of art from the Art of Disney at Epcot, which made me so sad that they're going to be, you know, possibly tearing that down. Um, but, uh, you know, we go there every time we go through. They have a little computer there. And if you haven't done this before, you totally should because they have some really cool stuff on there. But they have a little computer where you can order art on demand and then they ship it to you. And then so when they ship it to us, then we get it framed. But uh, like in our living room, we have like um, a sketch of Main Street uh for for Disney World uh, like a like a hand drawn type of sketch you know obviously it's not the actual sketch it's a, you know reproduction of it but uh if you if you didn't look at it closely you probably wouldn't know it was Disney like it's it because it's not it doesn't say like Disney big on it anywhere but like if you if you look at it close enough you you would get it 
And then upstairs we have, uh, I mean, upstairs is a little more overt. We have a whole hallway that's basically just all Disney attraction posters and also uh, Disney attraction posters and also more like concept sketches. So we have a concept sketch for the Jungle Cruise for Disneyland. Um, We have a concept sketch for the train station at Disneyland. So it's cool stuff like that where, again, if you look at it, you wouldn't necessarily know it's Disney, but it's Disney. And then I think we have a People Mover one and, oh, gosh. What's the other one? I should know. I look at these things all the time. But yeah, so we, we've got we've got a Disney hallway. <laughs> so one of these days we'll do a room. But but anyway, that's not where I thought we were going to start today. But it, it, regardless, yeah. you know, we well, get no, off I, on these things. I, I think it's good to talk about these things because I, I you know, I, I think we all we all have Disney stuff, right? And yeah. like you said, you know, it, it is it is you know on different gauges. You know, some of us are very. Um, upfront about it like you know kind of kind of the same thing you know before we started renovating our house um we had all kinds of artwork up and everything that it's going to go back up when we're done but we're um we're actually we're really trying to make the house look even more disney than it was because i think we were very subtle for a while Mm -hmm. and now that we're, we're remodeling the house we're like you know what we want this to look very disney we want this to be what how we want it to look right so but I, I think that's good. I think it's uh, as much as, you know, you, you want to, you know, have I, I don't even know what you would call it. But like, like you know, you want to have the house, you know, be more neutral, I guess. I, I think it's more fun to to do the Disney stuff like I. Yeah. I, like, why would you not want to have all that stuff out and and enjoy it? Right. So no, that's that's totally true. And yeah. and as I sit here in my office talking about this, I'm thinking to myself, I have tan walls in this office. There's nothing really on the walls. It's just an office. I should just turn this into my Disney room and put all my Disney well, stuff in here. That would make the most sense. Well, you know what I have? I ended up taking what I thought was a really nice picture of the castle with the reflection on the water last time when it was lit up blue. I actually ended up doing that on canvas, a pretty small one. That I'm going to keep in my office, plus my in mint in the box figment. Obviously, you know, I don't, <laughs> I'm looking at my mint out of the box figment. Well, see, th- those words don't mesh together, my friend. There is no such <laughs> thing as a mint out of the box figment. Sorry to tell you that. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. The first thing I did was take it out of the box. <laughs> then it is no longer mint. It I is mean, a used, oiled, hand oiled up piece of. I don't know what at this point. I mean, it's a toy. It's a toy. That's what you have left as a toy. Do you, a, do you do you really have the Figment Funko Pop or no? <laughs> no, I do. It's right there. Actually, oh my not, gosh! Now, not, not only is mine mint in box, it's actually still got the bubble wrap around it oh from the gosh. move. So that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I you have more self control than I do. I just had to take them out of the box. I just love Figment so much. Figment was my favorite character when I was growing up. When I was a kid, I had a Figment doll. He's you know a little stuffed animal. He's that was my favorite thing in the world. So I don't know. I just had to have him out. I, you're right though. You know I ruined it as far as collectibles go. That's fine. I'm cool with it. Well, <laughs> you know I I think you know collectibles are actually you know we we should continue this further in in the podcast <laughs> talking about collectibles because I, I think this is going to to dovetail in really nice to to some of the stuff that we actually have to talk about here. <laughs> oh, like the Star Wars stuff we're going to talk about a little bit? Yes. In a little bit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm sure everyone's getting tired of Star Wars talk, but, you know, we have to talk about it. I mean, it's you're talking about the most anticipated land that Disney's ever built is opening, like, literally this week. So <laughs> we have to talk about all the stuff that's coming out about it. We can't just, you know, not talk about it, right? So Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, this is kind of... 
this is a nice preview for Florida, what Florida is going to be like. But, yep. you know, we're, we're kind of letting California deal with all the pain. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the pain points to start off, right? Yeah. So, well, it's okay. So let's let's get into stuff, right? Unless you guys want to talk about any more of your Disney-fied stuff in your house. But, by the way, listeners, if you do have some Disney-fied stuff in your house, send it our way. We like to see this kind of stuff. You know, For we sure. like to... Yeah, we like to get a, a peek into what what kind of stuff you guys have, and and you know some of you guys do just send this stuff to us, so we we do appreciate that, and uh, we we like to see it. So, um, but first, you know, and and I don't like to 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 focus on on myself on here, but we're going to talk a little bit about my my upcoming trip. So I, I am going to Disney a week from today, um, so I will be uh, be there for uh, uh, eight days, seven nights. We decided this time to do. Uh, we, we decided we're going to do annual passes because we're going to go twice this year and then maybe even squeeze in a third time before or they expire next year. Uh, so it just made sense. And, and those of you that haven't looked at it, you know, uh, why, you know, if you, you know, well, I don't want to do an annual pass. I mean, basically once you get past like eight days or it's really more like nine days, it, it pretty much makes sense to do an annual pass price wise. Um, and, and someone's going to write in and tell me, oh, no, it's 11 days. Okay, it's fine. But if you're going for two trips for more than a week, it's definitely worth it to do an annual pass for the year, especially when it includes Memory Maker. I mean, that's a huge thing. So, Oh, yeah, that's like over $100 right there, right? <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, especially, you know, I'm, uh, this is the first time we're taking my daughter. She's 13 months old. I mean, we are going to go to every single photo pass photographer that we could possibly find i mean you know why wouldn't we right so uh, i i think it's worth it right there just for that to to be uh you know to be an annual pass holder so uh, we've done it before but we just you know we we let it lapse last time it really just kind of depends on how we're vacationing and and what makes sense but this time around it made sense because we're going for a week you know uh next week and then we're going for another week really eight days in october as well so made sense this time so i'm actually staying at old key west which i never thought i'd stay at old key west and there were other things available but uh the reason why i'm staying at old key west is because a couple different reasons first of all it was cheap point wise so we're talking we're there for eight days is 99 points for a studio which is you know (laughs) that's pretty cheap yeah, for sure. For yeah, for eight days, I yeah, Polly doesn't come close to that. <laughs> well, it's seven nights, right? So we go by yeah. nights, right? But seven right. nights, ninety nine points, pretty great. Um, it's not a preferred room, so you know they have the preferred rooms that are closer to the to the um, uh, was it hospitality house for Old Key West or is that Saratoga? Oh, Old Key West people, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've never stayed at Old Key West. So this is going to be a new experience for me. I'm. I'm actually looking forward to it. But part of the reason I, I decided to stay there, besides the cheap points, is because uh, they have huge studios. They've the. I mean, they have the biggest studios of of any of any of the DVC resorts. And uh, so at first, it was just my wife, uh, you know, my daughter and I going. Uh, and then my mom and my stepfather decided they were going to join too. So now they're coming down. Uh, on we're we're starting our day. Uh, you know, our first day is on Sunday. They're coming down on Wednesday, and so and they're going to stay until Saturday. And so the other big benefit of an old Key West studio is that they have two beds in it. It's not a bed and a sofa. Uh, you know, a pullout. It's it's two real beds. And so I, I think that was a huge benefit too, just knowing, you know, my stepfather's like six foot five. So I, I didn't think he was going to want to sleep on the sleeper sofa. You know, <laughs> I, I just felt like his feet were going to be hanging off of it. So um, this felt like a, a good decision because, you know, there's the two, two beds there and they're big rooms. So we won't feel as cramped with five people uh, in, in one room. And, you know, it's, 
it, we're at Disney, so we're gonna. It, it, it doesn't matter that much uh, about the room for me in, in this situation because we're gonna be you know out and about all the time. Uh, maybe it's gonna be a little bit different since we have my daughter, but uh, and you know we're gonna be in the room more. So you're gonna have a car too, right? Yes, we'll have a car yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we drive so. Yeah, I, I think if you're staying at Old Key West, at least from what I've looked at on the maps, it, having a car means um, it's not a bad resort, but bus wise, you, it's Huge. still yeah, it's it'll take you a lot longer going by bus. So yeah, I think that sounds but like I mean, it should be good. The last time you were there, see, I we we've been on a break for so long because of my daughter being born, right? But the and and since that time, they've done the thing with with uh, you know on the app where you can check when the bus is going to arrive. Because mm-hmm. I envisioned myself just sitting, you know, laying on my bed until I, you know, and, and looking at the app and going, "Okay, the bus is going to be here in five minutes. Let's go." You know what I mean? Like not leaving until the until the app says it's it's coming. So I don't know. Did you do you use it that way? I mean, did you do it um, that way, Trevor? I don't know. We we did use it, but I found even at that, it was it wasn't completely accurate all the time. So well, it's almost too accurate though, right? Because basically it gets stuck in traffic and then the time goes up, right? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happened to us a couple of times is it was like, we looked at the app and it's like, okay, well, let's get out to the bus stop. And then we stood out there for 20 minutes because yeah. the, the bus was delayed. Right. So, yeah. And I, I understand that. I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll monitor and everything. But, um, actually I, I was, you know, I've seen a lot of pictures of the rooms and, and had a conception of how large they were, but then our, our friend Chad actually just stayed there and he posted a video on his page and I was like, wow, these rooms are really big. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to stay there. It's going to be a new experience. I've heard that Olivia's is really good. So I think we'll probably do a, you know, maybe a brunch there. And then, you know, on, on Wednesday when we're waiting for them to arrive, we're going to do a pool day that day. Which we never do a pool day. Like, that's never been a thing my wife and I do. We go hard at the parks. We, you know, we're there every morning till night. So we, we've never really taken a pool day. And and I'm not entirely convinced, by the way, that we are actually going to take a pool day. I think we will end up popping into one of the parks at some point. Like, we just won't be able to help ourselves. And and that's the nice thing about being a pass holder, too, is you can just kind of do that. You don't have to worry about using a day of tickets, you know. Uh, so, so I, you know, I could, I could imagine us ending up at the park that day too, but we do have plans at Disney Springs that night. And so we're actually going to go, I, I've heard mixed things about the Edison. Um, but I, I, I've heard it's kind of cool. Uh, like the ambiance at least and the, and the atmosphere there. Um, I've heard mixed things about the food, but we wanted to check it out. So we're going to eat there. Uh, on Wednesday night, and then uh, right after that, we we uh, booked the void. My wife and I are going to go do uh, Star Wars at the void. So, pretty in, psyched about that. In celebration of Star Wars Land, <laughs> <laughs> in celebration of me being at Disney again and wanting to go to the void. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I'm psyched about that. You know, it's it's just helpful to have my parent my my parents there to be able to watch the kids, so we can go and and do the void. So. But so, you um, don't want your daughter in she VR can't walk crawling yet. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, think no. she's you know able to to go into the void. Yeah, <laughs> you're actually supposed to be ten, I think. Before. Oh, is it ten? Wow, I believe it's ten. Yeah, that stinks for my daughter. <laughs> she's gonna have to wait a long time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But no, you know, but, you know what'd be good is after you do the void, we'll we'll all know or you'll yeah. know what me and damon have been going on about for so long yeah that's right yeah <laughs> we can finally i can actually finally participate in a conversation about the void yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna do that so i'm excited for that that should be fun 
Um, and, you know, it, part of the reason we chose to do some Disney Springs, uh, you know, restaurants this time was because it's right there, right? It's it's a quick boat ride over from Old Key West. And uh, so so we figured we'd, we'd check some of that out. You know, we're doing some of our, our typical ones, like 50s Prime Time. We're doing... Uh, a couple new ones actually this time. So we're we're also going to eat at Homecoming on uh, I think Thursday night. Um, but we've never we've never eaten at the Plaza before, and I I would love to hear from listeners some opinions on this because I did some googling and I was looking at Disney Food Blog and Disney Food Blog kind of described the Plaza as like uh, almost like a hidden gem in Magic Kingdom. And initially we had Skipper Canteen on there, and we had. I decided to to change it just because we had eaten there before, and we're trying to you know go to new places. So, I, have either one of you guys eaten at the Plaza? No, I've I've always written the Plaza off. I like that's what everyone does, right? <laughs> yeah, and it was easy to get a reservation, which scares me. But <laughs> I don't know. So, if anybody out there has an experience with the Plaza, positive or negative, shoot me, shoot me some an email. I I, I like. I like the menu. The menu looked good. It looked like it had some fun stuff on it. So we're going to try it. You know, we like to try stuff. So also we haven't done Liberty tree for dinner in like forever. So we're going to do that. Um, actually that one's Thursday night. Cause we're going to magic kingdom that day. So we're going to do, um, and my stepfather's favorite thing is Thanksgiving dinner. So absolutely perfect for him. <laughs> so, um, and I love Liberty tree. The past couple times you've been there, it's, it's always good. I mean, it's just consistently good. So, um, haven't been there forever. We've actually, Trevor, you're going to kill me for this. Never done Garden Grill before. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you doing lunch or dinner there? Or um, breakfast or lunch or dinner? We are doing breakfast there. Okay. So, I, I've i actually never done the breakfast there either. But okay. I've heard it's one of the better breakfasts on property as well, though. It's Okay. Um, the I lunch, feel like you can't really screw up breakfast, right? Yeah, I mean, but I, I guess the way we were actually talking about this the other day is that, you know, a lot of places, the breakfast menu is kind of, you know, the same, like it's, you know, sausage and pancakes and, yeah. and eggs and Mickey waffles and yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're right. It's kind of hard not to screw up. But I, I remember people saying that Garden Grill has like, there's like cinnamon buns and stuff that Ooh. are supposed to be, it's supposed to be one of the better ones because of the style how they do it. it it's like they serve everything in a in a it's like, skillet it's like family style right yeah yeah exactly you know i one of the most different breakfast buffets on, on property is uh is that animal kingdom lodge at uh boma that one is a really different they have really different stuff on that one i mean they still have your standard fare but then they also have like a lot of other stuff like quinoa and like stuff like that that yeah. you don't see at all the other ones you know yeah, so I'll, I'll be curious how the Garden Grill breakfast is because, like I said, we've always ever we usually do it for lunch because the, yeah. the lunch there is is amazing. And I mean, all in all, I think you'll have a great time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm pretty sure we did it when I was like a little, like a really little kid, but I do not remember it at all. I remember, I remember something about you know it, you know, turning, and and I don't even think it, it might not have even been a character experience at that point. But that's the other thing about this: we've scheduled two character things because we also have breakfast at the Crystal Palace. And we have no idea how my daughter's going to react to characters. So we could end up canceling both of these if she, like, gets terrified by characters because that's just not going to be a good experience for anybody. So we're going to figure out pretty early on if if she's afraid of these or not. So Yeah, that you're right. That was a good point. I was actually going to say only two, but because I, I think every time we go, we've we always have multiple character breakfasts going on because, yeah, our son loves them, so... 
Well, let's. I don't know. I don't know how she's going to react. I mean, uh, she. I feel like she's the type of kid that will react well, but I. Uh, I don't you, know. <laughs> you, you never know, right? You don't know what's going on in their head until they're yeah, standing there. <laughs> exactly right. Like, I mean, she's her favorite stuffed animal is this little Tigger doll that she cuddles with all the time. But I don't know how she's going to react to seeing Tigger in person and and very large. I. I she could be scared. She could be excited. I don't know. So <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna we're gonna see. So, um, and we, I, I think I put Damon to sleep, uh, uh <laughs> talking about this. <laughs> oh gosh. I just let Tom do Tom. I like yeah. that. I appreciate that. It's really nice of you. I, I was just going to say this, think this is our next trip is going to be the first one where we do not do any character. Anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Just do no character at all. Nope. I don't wow. think we're going to do it. I, I get it. I mean, you pay, you end up paying extra for the character meals, right? Because you're paying for the Listen, experience, right? It, and the it, food is never as good, really. It's I a think, lot but, of money, yeah. and we're going over Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. So, so we've actually made the decision. You know, we were talking about, you know, Liberty and all that. And we are just going to go walk around Epcot and just eat whatever there is. We're not going to do a sit-down Thanksgiving. We're not going to do anything like that. We're just going to hit up Epcot. It's interesting as we That's cool. know, I, I kind of talked to my friend about our trip, and he was like, well, I think we're going to sit in Hollywood Studios for three days. And I said... All right, that's fine. I said, you know, really, just Hollywood Studios? And he said, well, you know, maybe Animal Kingdom, maybe Magic Kingdom. But, you know, he really wants to pass on Epcot. So we're going to be there a day earlier than they are. So we'll be there for Thanksgiving. So that was my thought is that I'm just going to do walk around Epcot for Thanksgiving. You've got to go to Epcot for for the Christmas decorations there. I mean, they do a lot of cool stuff at all the different countries. It's, I mean, it's awesome to go to Epcot for Christmas time. I mean, I know it's Thanksgiving, I, I but think, it's Christmas. You know? Yeah, no, they'll be Christmas. <laughs> I think they're just so caught up in the, the Star Wars hype. Got it. That they just want to be there twenty four seven. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have, it, yeah, have either of you guys used the babysitting services there from Disney before? No. Um, uh, first time I took my son, he was four, and my parents came yeah, along, so I never. Repeat. A resounding no. Yeah. <laughs> a resound. What is that? Wait, you're freaking me out here. Why? Why, why are you saying resounding no? <laughs> well, I, I, well, I guess the question is: Does your child already go to daycare? Yeah, she goes oh, to daycare. Well, then, okay, then. Then I guess it's different. Yeah, I, I wouldn't let somebody watch my kid that young. That's my personal take. So that's unless I it's mean, a family member. So that's my thing. So no, yeah. I would never have used it. No, that's fair. I, I mean, and there's definitely concerns around that. I, I think. There's so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because my wife and I were talking about before my parents get there, maybe having a night to ourselves. Like, you know, my daughter goes to bed at like seven o'clock. So, you know, she goes goes down for bed for seven o'clock and then maybe we could go to Epcot or something afterwards and enjoy a couple hours to ourselves, you know, and and using the 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 Disney babysitting service. The kid's going to be asleep the whole time. She's not going to wake up. So I, you know, I, I don't know if anybody's had experiences with them. I would love to hear it, but I mean, we have a similar concern, Damon, because I mean, since my daughter's been born, we have not left her with a non-family member yet. So, you know, wait, wait, you just said she goes to, she goes to daycare. I mean, but we haven't like, uh, for babysitting or anything like that, you know, let's a non-professional or daycare. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, or a uh, family member. Yeah. So. Daycare versus like one-on-one, I guess is a little. Or like having someone come to your house and watch kids, same kind of thing. Where we've we've been the same way. Like our our son's been in daycare, but we've never like we've never hired a babysitter to stay at the house or anything. It's always been a family member. Yeah, and I get that. Um, you know, and, and trust me, I don't. We don't want to leave her, but and we we just were wondering what kind of experience people have people have had with it, and so. So yeah, so if you've had any experience with the with Disney's, I, I know it's a third party that Disney partners with, but um, 
if you guys have had any experiences, let me know, you know, reach out. Um, what else did we have on here? What else are we doing? Um, you know, I think the thing with this is we're going to, I just said to my wife, like with my daughter, you know, not knowing how she's going to react to the heat, to being in the, you know, stroller a lot, to, you know, all the things. It is all unknowns because we have no idea how she's going to react to anything. And and this was another thing, too. And I, I don't know how you guys... I, I don't think I brought this up on the podcast before. It's like we were really struggling with the idea of, like, do we bring her on the Haunted Mansion? Like, I mean, I don't know. I think we talked about this, though. Um, I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago, right? Where you guys said no or yes? I don't remember. I would say another resounding no way. Really? See, uh, I, all the responses I got, I, I asked this on a Facebook group, and everyone was like, yeah, just bring them on. They're fine. It, mm-hmm. sure. It's <laughs> That's a real hard one, right? Yeah. Because, it, you know, every kid reacts differently. And I know, like, when I was four years old, my parents took me to Disneyland, and we went on Haunted Mansion. And at the time, I was I was freaked out by it, but I was also curious. So. Yeah. Yeah. So like it, it did scare me, but not enough that I was like, no, I'm never going on it again. And and for that, I'm glad because I've been on it more times than I can count since then. Yeah. Um. But I always look, yeah, it's it's tough, right? Though, Trevor. I mean, I always look at it like, what did you benefit from it, though? Right. I always look at it like this, like, so all right, there's downside, but what's the actual benefit? So you, you wrote it at four, and what was the benefit? Um, I got the tune stuck in my head, so I wanted to go back and look at it again. <laughs> yeah. See, see, for me, that doesn't sound like a resounding benefit that would make me want to chance it. Right. When you're talking about a child, because what, what can go good and what can go bad? Right. So you weigh those factors and I go, all right, well, the best thing that can happen is I go, oh, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the worst yeah. thing that can happen? <laughs> they could be they never out about again. it. Have night terror. <laughs> they okay, never sleep so again. Yeah. I kind of weigh those well, two in my head and go, "Yeah, I'd rather go this side of the, you know, um, seesaw." Just makes it. me feel safer. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, again, de- like dealing with my own son as well. Um, so, so similar thing is we took him about the same age. So he was about four as well the first time we took him, and um, he didn't really react to it at all. But then on the flip side of that, he, so speaking of night terrors, um, he, uh, of all stupid things, he saw a video game called Five Nights at Freddy's, if you've ever heard of that. Yeah. And um, that caused him to like freak out and not sleep for like a month straight. But that would, and I mean, if for anyone who's seen the game, you, you kind of understand why, like it's like, a, it's like a demented Chuck E. Cheese thing. But then like that versus the haunted mansion, you would think that the haunted mansion would freak him out on the same level, but it didn't. So yeah, it's really hard to say. Did you just put, did you just put that at the same level as haunted mansion? No, 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 no. (laughs) Okay. Cause I was going to say that is at a totally different level, that video game. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying though that like, like you would think that to a kid, you know, both would be scary on some level, but the haunted mansion was like never, he ne- like he never reacted to it the same way that I saw him react to this game. I, I think the the thing for Haunted Mansion, at least for for my kids, was the beginning room was far scarier. Yeah, the, and and I think the problem with that is is like you, you know you're stuck. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're kind of stuck at that point. I mean, I think that even well, it's, just from it's the loud. thunder. Yeah, yeah, just even from the thunder, you know, sort of sound. I mean, even if nothing else, I mean that can be scary. And why? Like I said, what? They're, they're, but there's really no benefit. Well, 
so I've been told that you can talk to a cast member and you can skip the stretch room. You can go straight to the straight to the doom buggies. So, yeah, but again, what, what's your benefit again? Well, I, you know, here's the thing. I think my daughter's my daughter's 13 months old, right? So I don't think that she even has fear at this point. Like she, she, I mean, <laughs> wow. she's not. I mean, no, right. I, <laughs> you, no, no, no. Here's what I'm saying. Like I don't think she would look at a, a ghost and find it scary. Like I, I don't think that we're there yet. You know, I'm more concerned. I'm less concerned about this trip than I am when she's one and a half. Like I think when we go on the next trip five months from now. I think I'm a lot more concerned about that trip bringing her on. Do you but, want to talk to the person with a psychology degree, or are you just going to kind of go out on your own with this one? I don't know. You have a psychology degree. I, 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 I do happen to have one. Um, I yeah, hey, listen, you you do you. But uh, my, well, my thought is, there's no true benefit to be had. No, that's fair. And, and fear does start at a very young age. Um, so no, yeah. no, I just I guess what I'm saying is, I, the things on the haunted mansion is that going to really scare you? Her? Mean like I things popping out? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I listen. I, I'm just telling you. Let, I, let's I, let's let's touch back with Tom when she's 13, and we can, I, we can go over and see how this worked. I listen. I so I, it was that. Would that be the only one you guys would say, or would you say like not a Pirates of the Caribbean either? Like, would or is that just the only one that you see? Would that, say that's not that's to? an that's an interesting thought. So yeah, I, I think again, I I don't know if Trevor and myself would agree necessarily. You know, pace for pace on this one, but you know, I, again, I I take this whole thing and say, all right, well, I'm weighing this out. You know, what's the true benefit? You know, in terms of that age and and what we can do, I would say no pirates. I mean, that's just me though, and my kids, right? And everyone's different. But I would say no pirates. I would say no haunted mansion. Gosh, I mean, man, yeah, there's there's a few other ones I might actually even say no to at that age, to be honest with you. But that's I mean, just me. I, I guess yeah. If if you wanted to go down that road as well, like there's. Or sorry, I'm I'm thinking again Disneyland, but the Snow White ride in Disneyland, even though it's in Fantasyland, um, it's actually Snow White ride is brutal, man. It's yeah, it's pretty freaky. Like <laughs> that, yeah. that got that got my my kids. You know, again, Tom, I think what it is at that point is a lot of the popping out and a lot of the sure. noise, um, in general. Which again, it just depends how you feel as a parent. Everyone is different, so I mean, you know, I'm not telling you what you should do. I'm just telling you what I did. You know what I feel like. You know, and I I think kind of what Damon's saying here too is you know you have to feel your kid out on this, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you know, like do do something, and you know, just really watch how they react. And it and yeah, yeah. I would agree with Trevor, and I think a very good ramp up ride is is Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I yeah, think the that's a, a, and all that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a good start, right? You have the thunder, you you have that whole kind of dark, windy scenario, but like, I don't think that there's anything. I think that's a good start in yeah. terms of ride. Um, that's again just my opinion. Well, here's the thing. So, just to clarify, I I was with you guys in the beginning on this, right? So, when my wife and I were initially talking about this, we're like, "Oh no, there's no way we're taking her on the haunted mansion. Like, why would we do that?" And then I I you know, so I threw it out there though because I you know have zero experience with this. So I threw it out in one of the Disney groups, and literally every single response was like, "Oh, we take our, we take our one year old on everything that they can go on." Like, you know, Pirates and Haunted Mansion. And that was all the responses. So I was like, okay, so maybe I'm being overly cautious here. Maybe I'm just being like, maybe this is my hang up and not, you know, uh, it's think, not really an issue. And, and I would agree with you. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely an overly cautious parent in general. Um, so you have to kind of weigh that in for my opinion. But I, I'm definitely an overcautious parent. 
Yeah. And, and I guess like same with us as, you know, with, with our son, the, the funny thing was, is, you know, we were, we were very much the same way. Like even when we took him when he was four, you know, we like at four years old haunted match and we, we made sure ahead of time we were like, okay, you know, this is a haunted house. There is ghosts there. Like, like we really prepped him for it and he, and he was fine with it. But then, yeah, like I said, things that you wouldn't think would, would necessarily freak them out do freak them out and then the things that to you seem like should freak them out they just kind of look at it and go okay but <laughs> yeah but yeah that like i said the hard part is you know just kind of gauging how your kid's going to react and like damon said you know starting off with you know you know start with one dark ride start, yeah start with winnie the pooh if she decides that you know she's not having it at that point same it's the same like with the characters right if yeah. if you yeah. figure out after that it's like nope we're not doing this right now yeah don't the th- don't force it. That that that's something I see all the time too on on like Disney groups and stuff. Is you know, you know, um, I even see cast members chime in on on parents who, um, you know, take their kid to see Mickey Mouse and the kid is like screaming, and the parent is like, you know, <laughs> you know, make sure you smile. And it's like, okay, like kid's terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know your own kid, right? And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I'm sure Tom, I, I I know you'll you'll get down there and you'll figure it out. Yep. Real quick, but yeah, I mean. Haunted Mansion at, at, uh, at like a year old. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I would love to hear from listeners though, to see what they've done. Cause I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm willing to take all suggestions on this. Cause I feel like it's, I just don't know what to think of what, how she's going to react. So I, it'll be interesting. But like you said, I think it's a good idea to start with something like that. Like Winnie the Pooh and, 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 you know, work our way up to other things. So. This is I, I didn't expect to actually have this conversation, but I think it's an interesting one, right? So. Yeah. Well, honestly, you, you're treading new ground even for me because, like I said, we we waited until our son was older before we even started going to Disney. So I've never gotten to experience a one year old at Disney. Yeah, we're crazy people, obviously. <laughs> well, you're, you're also way closer than me too. So that's, you, that's also you, true. You can yeah. afford to do that. That's true. That's that's very true. Um, yeah, I you know I know a lot of people. I mean, I think the last time we went, we saw like newborns there, and I I was like, whoa, that seems like a lot. Um, but you know, I, I, at one, she's a little more you know self sufficient, and she could do a little bit more. I mean, not you know, my daughter was there at that age too, and I think my daughter was. Gosh, she was she even that old? <clears throat> old? She might have been. Let's see, March, April, May, June. We probably had her three months, four months. Did oh, we wow. Three or four months. And then we had her again, you know, a year later. I mean, we've gone every year once yeah. the boys were like two or three. So and we even snuck Universal in there once, too. <laughs> so, I mean, again, like there's a lot more sleeping. There's a lot more, you know, yep. not being on rides. But I mean, we had two others. So, you know, it's funny because, <clears throat> again, it's unfortunate this is, you know, tearing away to a whole different discussion, but that doesn't no, no, surprise it's me good. either. It's our show. We do what we I, want, right? I always, <laughs> I always think about all the people say, oh, you know, your kid's never going to remember. Your kid's never going to remember. It's, it's not about the kid at that age. It's about yep. you at that age, right? Yep. And it's about, like, experiencing the joy of having your child with you, not necessarily your child experiencing the joy of Disney, if that makes sense. And I think that... You know, it's worth it to go at that age. And yes, they're not going to remember it. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, they're going to at some point fondly think about the fact that you did take them at that age, which is always nice. And then you're going to have all the pictures and memories for yourself. So, like I said, I mean, I'm a vet at that. I mean, we did, like I said, our daughter early because we had the boys and we weren't going to stop them from going. So, you know, she was young and we got through it. 
Well, and I guess to your point, Damon, I, I, I think, you know, the, the whole idea of like, what's the benefit of bringing her on Haunted Mansion? I guess the benefit is we want to share one of our favorite rides with our daughter, but she's not old enough to remember that. And we want to, we want to yeah, spend so time with screw her. Screw her up you know? for life. I get it. Or screw her <laughs> up for life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, but you know what I'm saying though? Like we, we want to do things together as a family while we're on vacation. And, and you know, it's funny. My wife and I were talking about this, just being the three of us. Like there's a lot of rides that we're going to go on by ourselves pretty much. So like, like, I want to go on Big Thunder. My wife's going to stay with my daughter while I go on Big Thunder, and then we're going to switch. And it's just like it, it, we're, we'll miss that kind of going on things together, you know? But that's what we, you know, have to do. That's what our setup is now. So with, with the daughter, and I'm not even complaining about it. It's just a new thing for us. We're just not used to it, you know? So, and, and I, I guess that's what it is. We want to share, and, and maybe it's just being impatient because we want to share these things with our daughter now, when in reality, she's not going to be able to enjoy them for a couple of years anyway. So. No, and she's going to look back and go, why the hell did you take me on that ride? I was one. What sort yep. of parents were you? <laughs> Crazy ones. Yeah. Crazy ones. So, you know, here, here's some food for thought too. I, I know you're talking about, you know, enjoying all the rides with uh, you know, the whole family. When we, so when we started out, it was all three of us going on, you know, big thunder and, and, and all of that. But then as my son's gotten older, um, my wife has actually developed motion sickness as she's gone along to the point where a lot of the rides that she would have gone on with us previously, she doesn't do anymore. So now it's my wife is off, um, you know, doing whatever, you know, whether she's on another, like a dark ride or something like that. And it's just me and my son doing those rides together now. So, so even how, I guess we thought that family dynamic was going to go it. I mean, you don't know, you know like, yeah, that's true. Wait five years. <laughs> well, we also don't know, like, you know, we don't, I don't know if my daughter's going to be the dare, daredevil, like my wife is, you know, the one that goes skydiving and goes on every ride ever. Or is she's going to be like me who goes on a lot of things, but not everything, uh, you know, is not a fan of jumping out of planes or, you know, going on a roller coaster that's like 300 feet in the air. That's not my thing, but that's my wife's or, thing. Or, so, or, or one that's 10 feet in the air in the dark. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> so, yeah, we got to see how that's going to turn out. You know, we, we just don't know. She could be a daredevil. She might not be. I, I don't know. So, um but the one last thing I want to mention here, because I do want to move on to other things. We've been talking about me for a while, and we have other things to talk about. So while I am there at Disney, I will be you know, walking around. I will have a uh, – we mentioned this in the previous episode. I will have a welcome hat, uh, welcome home hat on, uh, The you know, these really great hats that we had made. Uh, and I will be carrying some with me as well. And so the whole Hold idea – I'm interrupting him. I can't even let this go on. If we do not have our hats, if Trevor and myself do not have our hats before other people get their hats, we're all going to be disappointed. And we might well, boycott. We, hold we on might now. stage a union riot. There's point. a reason why I haven't sent you your hats yet is I'm waiting for the shirts I ordered to come in so I can send everything to you at once. So that's fair. Okay. That's a fa- right. That's fair. I, the shirts have not come in yet. So I'm waiting for the shirts. So I, I don't know. Okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. So their shirts are not going to come in before you go? Oh, I don't know. They should come in this week. So we'll we'll see. Uh, they okay. they should come in soon. So Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are just so everybody knows. I, I, we I, are, I've been looking to wear my stuff and you know I know, I'm sorry. It took forever to get my, the hats made. It took forever. And hopefully my buttons come with that too. At least can I get a button at least? I mean, I'm looking at the buttons right now and <sighs> they have our old logo on them, but I can definitely send them to you. Yeah. I, I still want one with the old logo. That's yeah, yeah. fine. We'll send it to you. I'll, I'll get it to you. Um, but no, I will, I will get these things to you guys, but 
So I have all these Welcome Home hats that look great. Uh, they have our logo on them, our new logo. And uh, so I'm going to bring those around with me. Every day I'm going to post on uh, the Facebook page uh, a hint of where I'm at. You come and find me. I will give you a hat. I also have stickers that I made as well. So you can also have a sticker if you'd like a sticker. So, um, so yeah. So it, it's just going to be a fun thing that we do. Uh, you know, and and if we don't hand them all out, which I'm assuming is probably going to, you know, we're not going to hand all of them out, but. Uh, you know, if we don't hand them all out, we'll, we'll figure out another way to, uh, do a fun contest to, uh, to give these out because this is just a print that we made. So this is not something we're necessarily going to be selling when our merchandise store eventually does launch this. These are kind of special one-offs. Uh, so for now, anyway, you know, who knows, maybe we will sell them, but, um, <laughs> yeah, well, well, we have to see what they look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We got to yeah. evaluate. We got to evaluate. So so anyway, so let's move on. Let's talk. Let's talk about some other stuff here, right? Did we talk about anything on our list yet? No, we've talked about nothing on the list, and there's so many uh, Star except, Wars except, things. Except, like, except Tom's upcoming trip. Yeah, it's all well, monopolized, monopolized everything. So, well, so yeah, <laughs> yeah let, let's switch gears over to Star Wars and all yeah. the things that they're going to sell us. Let's Speaking of collector's yeah. items again, <laughs> yeah, you want you want you want to start off. One of you guys want to start off reading this since I've been yeah, talking for this. Yeah, time. so. Um, uh, so where are we starting? We're starting with the uh, special photo ops and interactive scenes with the yeah. the droids at yep. Galaxy's Edge. So a uh, recent article from the Mercury News details how special droid tracks were made throughout the grounds of the Black Spire outpost, leading guests right to the droid factory shop where they can also meet a bunch of anim- auto- audio animatronic astromech droids. That is a mouthful. Lined up in front of the workshop for a photo op reminiscent of a scene from episode four with all the droids stacked for sale inside of the Jowen manned sand crawler. That's cool. Uh, I, I find it funny that they're, they're basically like the, the droids are leading people to the black to spire outpost. Well, yeah, like leading them to the gift shop, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's Disney knows how to get you in that gift shop. And that, that's, you know, that's, that is pretty funny. Speaking, yeah. of, did you? I, I don't have this on the list, by the way. Did you see the other article about uh, the animatronic that's going to be like inside the pipes of the drinking fountains? Did anyone else see that one? No, inside oh the pipes. Gosh. Yes, it's. Let me see if I can find it and send it to you guys. But it's, it, if you if you Google it, it should come up. But there's there was a whole thing about an animatronic that is from the movies. And again, Star Wars fans, please don't kill me. Um, but it's a it's an animatronic that I guess is uh, is is in the movies in some you know character form that will also be like in the pipes of the suit of the uh system where you drink out of the water fountain and it will be moving and everything is this the thing that grabbed luke and dragged him under the water when they were in the trash compactor i think it might be yeah well <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know how it's all gonna work i'm just saying i i read it somewhere and i thought it was cool okay but yeah i no, guess that actually sounds pretty neat though yeah, right? It's different, right? I mean, stuff in the pipes, like, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, mean, I guess uh, it's going to be like underneath each water fountain or something like that. I, You know, I the article I read didn't really talk about like how it actually is displayed, because I think it's also going to be in the bathrooms, too. Oh, geez. Hmm. That's... <laughs> That's even more disturbing because that thing was like it was like that weird eyeball thing that came up out of the wall. That's what it is. That's yes, what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness! That, that's yeah. that's exactly what it is. That's gonna freak some people out. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Here, I just I, sent I, it I to think, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I think what it's gonna be more like, Trevor, is like it, it's not gonna be in the water fountain. There'll be like a big sort of glass tank next to water fountains. Yeah. And you'll be able to see it in there. 
and that water fountain will look like it feeds from those glass tanks. Gotcha. That's what it kind of sounds like. I could yes. be wrong, but that's so this says like. the audio animatronic Dianoga. Anyone? <laughs> Sounds right. We'll live in the pipes of the drinking fountain, a nearby bathroom, a Black Spire outpost. Um, it is the big eye thing that you were talking about. Um, yeah, so I, I don't really know how it's going to work, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, you know, you're, you're getting a drink and then, you know, you look up and there's this thing staring at you, right? This hairy <laughs> eye just staring at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I don't know. I th- I thought it was pretty cool. I, I I don't know why I didn't put that on the list today, but I, I just thought that was pretty pretty weird. <laughs> so. Well, and it, and yeah, it it does tie in with you know the droids leading people around, and I, I do like the fact that they're doing a photo op similar to the the sand crawler, um, Jawa scene. I like. I mean, you know, this is all playing into everybody's fandom, right? Like it, it's so they're not ignoring that people want the classic star Wars stuff mixed in with the, the new generation, which I, I think is kind of nice. Like they, they can't ignore that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting that they're putting in stuff from the, from uh, the animated series too. Right. I mean, that that's stuff is showing up in black spire as well. Uh, like rebels and stuff. Yeah. Rebels. Yeah. I think there's a couple references to it in the land. I don't, I don't know. Cause I haven't watched that show, but, Oh my goodness! I know you guys have, so you know. <laughs> Tom, no Space Mountain, no Rebels. Have you even seen Star Wars? Yeah, I've I've seen you know several of them. <laughs> I've seen all the Star Wars movies except for the prequels. You, you know, I'm gonna when we're done here, I'm gonna go tell my wife that you don't know who Kanan is, who and is. she's gonna get really mad. Who's who's that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Damon knows who uh, Kanan is. <laughs> I just sometimes Tom is perplexing. I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know what else to say, to be honest. With I you. like Star Wars, but it's not like my favorite thing in the world. So I wouldn't go out and like go and watch that show. I just it's not like I like Star Wars. It's just I'm not like a super fan of it. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you have to be a huge Star Wars fan to watch watch the what what is the, what is the show called? What, I forgot already. <laughs> Rebels? Rebels, Rebels, probably one of the best now I'm just animated messing with you guys. Shows. Now I'm yeah. just messing with you guys. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I've never watched it, but I, I mean, I, I definitely, you know, can. I mean, if it's, it sounds like it's worth watching. So, no, don't watch it just because you, you feel like you have to. Just, you know, revel in your horribleness of Disney <laughs> and just <laughs> don't watch it. All right, fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Own it, right? <laughs> you gotta yeah. own it then. <laughs> all right all right well, do, do we want to move on here with the, the rest of the yeah, stuff that's going to be going on in galaxy let's Sitch? Do that. yeah let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> well tom thinks about his star wars life choices uh, um, yeah. oh you know i i i'll tell you guys i i don't e- i didn't even watch the original movies until maybe 10 years ago so it may, just, it might just, even just be stop like talking more you're recent digging yourself that. in a bigger hole <laughs> you're making everyone you know. upset even our fans they're gonna start boycotting and not listening not like everybody it's... likes star wars i mean i already said i'm gonna get up at 6 a.m to go to the land man so i got some commitment in here i just and i really i, I liked some of the newer movies a lot so you know please just stop stop, <laughs> just, just stop i can't man. i can't just stop yeah like, please just stop. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite <laughs> all right, so, all right. Let's uh, let's talk about. Did you see the cool stuff that they're doing with the play app, where you know that you're going to be able to like 
do like translation stuff and like you know make stuff uh, happen. It's very, it's very uni- yeah, it's very universal, very Harry Potter. I mean, that's what it reminds me of, which yeah. is cool. I mean, yeah. but that's that's what it is. Except you're using your phone instead of a wand. Yeah, which man, there's going to be like a tech place, Trevor. Right? You feel the same way. Like there's going to be a tech place. There's going to be problems. There's going to be all sorts yeah, of the, interesting issues. Yeah, all all the different types of phones. My iPhone out there. three doesn't work. What do you mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> my iPad one, like it doesn't work. I don't I'm, understand. I'm honestly getting worried because of my I've got a Galaxy S five. And did, did you just say S5? Yeah, it's an S5 because oh, I haven't boy. bothered to upgrade it in the last couple of years. And I know I'm going to feel the pain of that here at some point. But <laughs> when they stop supporting it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it works. I'm, I I haven't had a reason to go out and buy a new one since then. But but this is a good reason why, because, you know, the Play Disney Park apps, I'm sure as it gets upgraded more and more is it'll hit a point where it just won't run on my phone. That's, I mean, that's probably going to be the case. You're like, my, my dad has an iPhone 4, and he just told me that he installed security cameras all around his house, and he can't actually use the security cameras because the app won't download on his iPhone 4. Uh, you see, <laughs> see, my phone actually does run my security camera app. Okay, there so, you go. There. <laughs> so it's a little bit better. But I was like, oh, time to upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think these are cool. I, I you know, and you're right, Damon. I mean, like the, the, the one thing is probably a little bit cooler of a delivery method, but I, you know, this is probably, it makes sense for them to integrate it into the play parks app. I mean, it's, it's already there. Were you, just, were, were you putting words in my mouth again, Tom? That's what, what you said. It was cooler. Okay. Right, fair yeah, enough. I mean, I think that it makes more sense because of what we're dealing with, right? Like in terms of, you know, space technology computers. I mean, I, I think it makes perfect sense. Okay. Fair um, enough. What, My bad. <laughs> what they need to do is they need to sell the little communicators that they use in in Star Wars. But I don't know little how, th- the thumb communicators. Yeah, I, I don't know how that would work though. With a, but I, I, I mean, it could use the same like the same technology as the wand, right? But then you just have the little thumb. I think this will be. I think this will be pretty cool. But I, I just think there's going to be some technology glitches when right like you said trevor you're supporting so many different phones and ios is oh well you didn't upgrade to ios 12 sorry you know it doesn't work like i guess it's going to be so simplistic that we would hope but gosh i'll tell you something like there's some apps that just stop being supported that i used to enjoy on my you know older iphone that no longer work yeah yeah, I mean, I, there's I'm sure they have that. it figured out. And, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm sure there's also going to be, hey, you know, only works on this, this, and this. You know, you have to be at this level revision of phone and iOS or, <laughs> you know, Android, you know, operating system or whatever the case may be. So, but I think it's a great idea. I think it will actually be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it's going to, like, work in, in practice. And and I know if you download the, the Disneyland version, you can already play with it. But obviously, you can't see how like it's going to react in the land until you're in the land and able to play with it, right? So, um, it but also no- helps get people out of the way, right? Like you know, when we talk about eating people, right? At the end of the day, like I mean, yeah. it's something that will definitely help with that sort of stuff as well, and doesn't necessarily create. Well, that's not even true. There actually there <laughs> sometimes there are bottlenecks at Universal for you know doing the cool wand stuff, but they're, they're never like outrageous because you can always kind of come back to them throughout the day, so it's not yeah. so bad. Yeah, and um, same idea. Like we did the um, the pirate adventure in Adventureland, where so they give you or you scan your magic band, and then they give you a map, and you go around Adventureland, and it's the same kind of idea. Like you were saying, is it, it kind of gets you off into like little corners and stuff like that. So you're so it's 
spreads people out a little bit more. But um, also, yeah, like it, it was something that we did over. We actually ended up doing it over like two or three days because there was different maps you could get and all that kind of stuff. I, I would expect this would be the same kind of thing is that, you know, you go in, you start it up, you, you do some stuff and then you kind of touch on it as you go. It's not like you're focusing on the app the whole time or if you are. I mean, it probably will lead you around the land, yeah. but then I, I would expect it wouldn't take more than, you know, an hour or a couple hours at most. But I personally, I wouldn't devote my entire experience to just looking at the the Disney Parks app while I'm in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there'll be some push notifications involved and, you know, like it'll yeah. it'll alert you to certain things and. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. It's it, it, like you're kind of talking about. It's like the, you know, it's it's making the whole the whole land a game, right? Because it's not just that you can like push a button and like something happens. It's like you have to decode stuff and like there's a whole game around it, right? And so I I think that's that's part of the the cool part about this is is the way they're they're doing this to make it so interactive, but also make it so it's not just you know again to go back to the Harry Potter thing. And I I don't I've never been there, but from what I've seen, I I believe you have to do a certain thing with the wand, right, to make things happen. It's not like you have to cast a certain spell or something. Damon, correct me if I'm wrong here. Yeah, you just kind of got to move it around in, in a specific pattern, I believe. Yeah, so it's it's not just like you push a button and stuff happens. It's like you actually have to do something specific. And so that's what I think this is. It's good about this is there's you know a, a game aspect to it. So since we're about halfway through, I think we should take a a, a second here and, and and do our ad for our sponsor. So this week we are sponsored by DVC Resale Market. Uh, they are the leader in the DVC resale industry with 11 former Disney Vacation Club guides and two former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market with over 98% of listings sold within 30 days and nearly 3,000 contracts sold in 2018 alone. You can go to dvcresellmarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS, which is 382-7767, and let them know that Welcome Home sent you. They We're in contact with these guys all the time, and they love telling us when, when you guys come to them because you heard about them on the podcast. Uh, again, that's uh, dvcresellmarket.com or 1-844-DVC-PROS. Awesome. Love DVC Resale Market. Wish I had a reason to talk to them even more because I was buying another contract, but yeah, we'll save that. Buy more points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not for now, but someday. But, you know, please work with our friends over there. They're they're great. Nick and Derek and, uh, you know, all, all that team over there, they are fantastic. So. So, so did I tell you guys I put in for my wait list over at Animal Kingdom? You did. Yeah, I don't know why, though. Well, I kind of do know why. So again, we you know did Saratoga, and, and I feel like I put it in a little too late. I, I'm not feeling good about this one. This will probably be the first wait list I don't get, but I don't think I'm upset about that, which is why I may not get it. You know, just the, the way that you know my luck works. I really don't want it. What ended up happening is our friends are staying at Animal Kingdom for Thanksgiving, and they were all kind of bent out of shape that we were going to be at Saratoga. So I kind of did it more for them than than truly for you know feeling it in my heart. So if I don't <laughs> well, hopefully get it, they don't listen to the show then <laughs> if they do, that's OK, too. I mean, they they know that it's more, you know, again, I've still put it in because of them. So, I mean, they should be honored that I put it in because of them rather than not do it at all. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, think yeah, about it. Like I was saying to Saratoga. So, you know, I, I don't know if I'll get it, but um, we shall see. We shall see. I think I'll be lucky either way. If I get it, that would be lucky. And if I don't get it, I think that will still be lucky. So yeah. so my takeaway from this is that if you put in a wait list, you have to believe in your heart that you're going to get it. <laughs> why why is that? Well, you believe in cause, magic. Because like you said, <laughs> if you if you're not really set on getting it, you won't get it. Because yeah, I, not, think, I think I'll be okay with that. Yeah, exactly. So so for anyone else that's putting in a wait list, you know, you just, you got to believe in the Disney magic. Well, and <laughs> the, the only thing is, is that I think I'm going to be like a little bent out of shape to like ruin my perfect record. Like that, that's the only down, the downside of it is I'll be like, oh yeah, remember that one time where I didn't get a wait list? Gosh. <laughs> Let's be honest, Damon, you're probably going to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, know. I, I'm expecting in about July, you're going to be like, yeah, I got my wait list. Yeah, I got my wait list. <laughs> yeah I'm saying it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> It's a one bedroom, right? Uh, yeah. The one yeah, bedrooms yeah. are usually the easiest ones to get. So yeah, but remember, it's also Thanksgiving. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's fair and, point. It's fair. Yeah, point. and Star Wars, post Star Wars. Yeah, yeah post Star yeah. Wars, yeah. Thanksgiving. Like I said, I mean, I could have put it in earlier, but I was like, ah, whatever. You got a lot working again, Sean. That one. I do. That's for sure. All right. Well, let's, you want to talk more Star Wars? Yeah. More. Let's... Sure. Let's more, gosh, where, are we already an hour in, though? I know. We were, like, blowing through stuff here. But I, yeah, I yeah, it's, we, we got to go quick here. We do. I, and we don't have to talk about this one a lot. I just thought this one was kind of cool. The, uh, the BB-8 headband that talks and interacts with the land. <laughs> I, why? I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny. I just what? thought the idea of walking around with BB-8 on your head, beeping and booping as you walk around, is hilarious. But it, but it, it's not. <laughs> It's not. All right. Fair enough. I, I mean, yeah, this one to me, like, yeah. Well, you know what? It's it's kind of like the, the Pandora, what's it called? So what are those the Banshee ones? that yeah, you wear on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. For, for like one day and then you go, oh, really? Yeah. Well, like, so I, many I things don't, are like that. I, right? I don't need to hear this beeping and booping as I walk next to 300 of them either. That's. I mean, that's fair. Let's hope we, it's not like super loud. Even further than that, though, they've actually got the little shoulder thing in galaxy's edge as well it's the um it's one of those little muppet guys from oh, yeah. uh, jabba's palace well that's yeah. cool because anything jabba is cool yeah but does tom, does, does tom even know who that is yeah i of course i've seen the movies <laughs> like I oh know. you have yeah oh, you have what's yeah. the dude's name uh what jabba the hut yeah i know who that is the the big like drooly dude that, no he's you know, talking he's... the little crazy oh, I don't laughing know. guy I don't know what the, that thing that has a name. It's just a furry <laughs> yeah, laughing animal thing. Yeah, yes, what do you mean? Does it have, have a name? <laughs> I mean, why would I know what the name is of that thing? It's a Muppet. <sighs> I mean, you know, it's what? Gosh, what what's the name sweet. of it? What's it called? What, is it like Crumb? Is right? It's Salacious Crumb or something? All right, sounds close. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, don't give me a hard time <laughs> if you guys don't even know the actual name. I don't want to hear it. Well, I just said what I believe his name would be. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, people can so, write someone us fact in. check that. Yeah, fact yeah. check that and write us in. Um, okay. I well, mean, he was one of the coolest Muppets. Yeah, he's in pretty cool. The whole entire show, like how it did, just, he's got like the really funny laugh though, too, right? Yeah. He? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just like yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I remember. Um, you guys are like you guys are akin, right? Isn't that what people say that you you know you got that that that. You have the laugh of Jabba's pet right there. Come on. <laughs> His is a little more cackling. I don't know. Yeah, he's it's, a little more cackling. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. Let's talk Let's talk lightsabers. Like, can we talk about lightsabers? Because we, we talked yeah. about these oh. before, but now we know how much they're going to cost and how cool they're going to be. So so this is... I, I was thinking like Harry Potter wand kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, of course. This is yeah. something else, though. Oh, yeah. It's definitely at a different level. But 
again, you know what it does? It limits the people, the amount of people that are going to be doing it. Maybe. True. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Right? Like, that's, that's a maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, maybe. Yeah. Let, let, let's pretend for a second that there isn't a crazy fandom around Star well, Wars. <laughs> but but you, you know what it does do, though? I'll be honest with you. So if you were to tell me that it was Harry Potter, what would it, I forgot what Harry Potter is. Is it like 30 to 60, 30, 70? I don't remember. Something maybe like 30 that. to 100. Whatever the case may be, it, it's well below this, right? Oh, we didn't say how would, much it is. It's $200, 199 $200. plus tax. Right. So for me, this is not a go do, right? Like this would be if one of my kids was really into Star Wars, then I would consider it, but they're not. So this is not a do for the experience at that price point for me. Yeah. And and, and aren't they plastic too? Isn't that what kind of one of the other knocks on it is? No, these are metal. These are metal. Yeah. These are the actual metal ones. And, and I think the thing with this is that, um, it's not just the cost of the lightsaber, right? It, it's the whole like it's the experience, for yeah. Sure. Th- there's like a ritual around it, you know, picking your kyber crystal and parts and all that kind of stuff, right? Which uh, I guess the funny thing is, is like I think Damon, you and I are thinking of the plastic ones where you know they've just got like you know everything in a bin and you just kind of pick the pieces and put it together and then you end up with a plastic lightsaber at the end. I. I hope or I feel that this will go down a lot differently. And again, like you said, because of the fact that it's going to be a limited amount of people doing it, like it's not like it's just something that happens. It's like you go in like the wand ceremony, right? Is that, you know, they only allow a small group in to do it and all that. Mm. From from what I've read about this, though, too, it, it seems like these are really high quality, like the 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 actual hilt is metal. And that yeah, the but, actual, the, but the blade is plastic. Yeah, but they're saying it's it's like a high quality, like uh, I think I read it was like a high quality, like resin. Somebody wrote on there that you could legit have lightsaber fights with with these and not have them break. Like they are like solid, you know. And it's and, and they I look a lot better that. than those telescoping ones, you know, that they used to have. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, for the price, I would think, but. Mm. That's, yeah, I, I mean, that's what I read. It, apparently, it's they're heavy and they have a lot of heft to them. Like they 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 feel real from what is, I, all is the that, Is that good saying. or bad though? I mean, <laughs> right? Good good for well, good for <laughs> quality, bad for injuries, I guess. <laughs> I mean, oh, actually, so that's nice that you can just take the blades right out too, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. I mean, for me, that would be you know, this would be something I would buy with the intent of it would be sitting on a mantle. Well, Tom would probably go out and play with his and get it all jacked up and drop it a few times. <laughs> yeah, get scratches on it, yeah. you know, just exactly. beat it you up. Know, when, I mean. when the kids have the, the lightsaber fights on the neighborhood, I'll go out there with the real one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what I'll do? I'll use it to chase kids off my lawn when they're, you know, they're in my backyard. I'll just so I'll pull up my lightsaber and go, get off my lawn with my, with my lightsaber in it. <laughs> wearing, <laughs> your, wearing your Jedi bathrobe. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm in my bathrobe and I'm running after them, you know. <laughs> Uh, but two hundred dollars. I mean, so if, and there's fourteen people at a time, and they can bring one family member or a friend, right, to take photos or do whatever. Is that what it together. says? Yep. Oh wow. Well, that's hey, I, where I did it say like, fourteen people? Yeah, where are you reading this? <laughs> I'm I'm reading that on the. Let's see what website is this? The the Orlando Informer. Well, okay. I I didn't realize and there's, there's only that se- several times a day too. So I mean, you're not talking like a lot of people. Well, and Disney is warning people that they might have to make a reservation. They're, they haven't said yet, but that reservations might be required at some point, depending on demand. My guess is you're going to need a reservation. I, I feel like there's going to, even though at the $200 price point, people will buy these. Oh, especially in the beginning, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
But um, yeah, I, I I think these are kind of cool. I I think they're interesting. I mean, like I said, I'm not enough of a fanboy that I would buy one, but I know there's lots that will. So, Trevor, are you gonna get yeah. one? You could pick one up. Uh, <laughs> no, no AP or DVC discount, well, by the way. They made it clear: no AP or DVC discount. Yeah. So, as much as like my son is into, or I shouldn't say my son. Like as a family, we're very into Star Wars and we enjoy it. But I think this is passing the threshold even for us. So, fair enough. Yeah. Well, fair we'll enough. see. <laughs> I, I'm well, highly doubting it. <laughs> speaking of merch, I love this article. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go from crazy to ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the most expensive article. Uh, article. The most expensive merchandise you can buy at Galaxy at Galaxy's Edge is twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> so, what does twenty five thousand dollars get you? It's <laughs> well, this one, what is it? It's a full-on R2-D2, right? It's a it's a replica R2 droid that its head moves, the beeps, lights up. It's a pretty much complete replica of, of uh, R2-D2, right? Uh, so we should actually clarify that. It's not just a replica of R2-D2. It's, it's an R2. R2 droid. So yeah. you can customize this droid to be whatever kind of R2 droid you want it to be. Fair enough. Not just R two D two. That's a fair point. Yeah, I mean that that's quite the thing. <laughs> I can I so how much? I mean, first you don't know all, who R two D two is? You need to explain that to you. Too. No, I know <laughs> who R two D two is. Okay, I'm making sure. Didn't want you to get confused. Yeah, R two D two is that BB eight knockoff, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's right. There you yeah, go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you both. Uh, <laughs> podcast is ending. Um, so, uh, here's my question to you guys. How many people are going to buy these? <laughs> well, not a lot of people. But again, like as a lot of people are saying, it's again, it's another experience, right? That just yep. so happens oh, yeah. to have the ability to purchase it. But I think that the experience is there. Because you know what? There will be a few people. It, there might be companies too, you know. You know what I mean. Like again, we we think you know single person, right? Of course, there's rich people that could definitely purchase it. But again, sometimes companies purchase these things as For well, sure. right? If mm-hmm. you're burning through your uh, feeder money from uh, an investor, right? Maybe you maybe you need an R2 droid. Who knows? <laughs> but I mean, I think they'll sell enough of them. But I don't think that's the point, right? But I think yeah. that it's nice that there is the ability to sell them because people will ask. So I, I, overall, I think it's 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 a good a good thing. I, yeah. I agree. I think it's cool. I mean, I, I think it's because they've sold stuff like this in the before, but it's never been like a full on, like pretty much real as it gets replica where the head moves. It's made of metal. It beeps and all sorts of stuff. I, I think it's cool. Yeah. Th- this is like on the same level as uh, like they said, compare it to like what you see at like comic cons, like people that build these um, crazy animatronic ones that they take to those comic cons that like, like those are there's a ton of time and money that goes into those this is the same kind of thing but it's just you know disney doing it for you (laughs) disney stamp of approval on it licensing and all that um i did want to point out though too this same article also mentions that you can buy a complete replica uh first order stormtrooper armor set for sixty six hundred dollars um and also more inclined to purchase that to be honest with you What's that? Not You'd be that, more inclined to purchase that. I think it's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty cool too. <laughs> I, I'm going after Halloween, so yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> also, <laughs> you could buy a Kylo Ren mask for seven hundred fifty dollars. So I'm least excited nah. about that. <laughs> yeah. <Nah. laughs> 
I, I think it would be cool to have a legit stormtrooper outfit. I mean, that yeah, would be kind of cool. I, and yeah, even first order stormtroopers, because the, the armor style is a little bit different. I would I would still take that over the Kylo Ren mask, and I'm sure somebody's going to get mad at me. Oh, for I saying would that, agree with you, Trevor. Yeah, I just I'm on board with that. I, yeah, I don't like the the Kylo Ren mask at all. I, I, honestly, I'm not even really a big fan of Kylo Ren to begin with. I but, would agree with you as well. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Kylo Ren? Exactly. Just kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right. But I, I don't know. I, I think this is neat that they're offering this and that it's remote control. And oh, oh, by the way, also that $25,000, once again, no DVC discount, no AP discount, does not include tax, does not include shipping. So, so, so <laughs> yeah, let's just make this clear. Um, everything at Galaxy's Edge, I think, is off the table for DVC and AP. Sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. For the time uh, being. Yeah. Yeah, for the time being. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll get a discount. And, and Tom, you missed mentioning the the better thing that people should be looking at instead of Kylo Ren's mask is that you can get Poe Dameron's helmet for six hundred and fifty dollars oh, yeah. for six fifty. That's cool. Yeah. Mm, that's I would be more that interested. Intrigues in that. me a little yeah. bit. <laughs> that does intrigue me a little bit. Well, here's the question though: It's they're calling it a collectible, uh, collectible replica. If you're going to buy it for six fifty, I mean, are you going to put it on your head at some point, or you, is never? That, that's, no. that's sacrilege. Again, <laughs> it would be on a mantle, that. sitting there all nice, yeah. and yeah, and no one would be able to touch it, and you know that would be that. You just like, have to look at what, it. Yeah, that's the things. That's that's what you're supposed to do. I don't, I don't know. Again, this is going to be interesting, Tom, because as, as I start my YouTube channel, which is again all my toys from growing up, I. As I've been working in my new house, you know, I, I've been looking at my Transformers that never saw the light of day, my G.I. Joe figures and my Star Wars figures still in blister packs from my original purchases in the 70s. So, yeah, wow. that's how I did it. Nice. Yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think these are cool things. So, I, I mean, you know, if you're going to, I mean, Damon, you know, let us know if you decide to buy Poe Dameron's helmet. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. I don't think I will. But I mean, if I had my choice of what I was going to purchase, that would be kind of cool. Even yeah, more I, than the $200 lightsaber, you'd go? Oh, yeah. I think that there's, yeah, I'm not the lightsaber, lights, lightsaber. I don't want that. I want the helmet, right? Like, it comes down to the helmet or lightsaber. Yeah, I definitely get the helmet. Nice. Yeah, the, the, I tried to make I tried to make the Imperial um, Tie Fighter helmet for Halloween out of a motorcycle helmet one time when I was younger. It was uh, it did not turn out all that well, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I gave it my best shot. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> you appreciate the skill that a lot of these uh, cosplayers put into building oh, yeah. some of these costumes when you see the work. Much that goes respect into it. for them. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, okay, well, I think that's all of our Star Wars stuff, unless you guys want to mention anything else. I mean, it's, it's opening this week, uh, so I'm sure there's going to be more stuff that comes up. That they and isn't it a shame that none of us will even be there? Like, I mean, just I know. it's a shame. It is. Yeah. It's sad. But can, can we get, you know what we need to do for next episode? Wait, is it the next episode's episode you're not here, Tom? Yeah, actually, yeah. So, oh, man. We can, Wait, I mean, so this is what we need to do, though. We need to find out. Listen, we're going to put out the call right now. If you're going... We want you on the show. It's yep. going to be, we're going to film it. Let me film it. We're going to record it, record it um, a day later than normal since Tom will be away. So it's going to be recorded Monday, released on Tuesday instead of a normal Monday release. Yep. But we would really like somebody that's been there in that week to come on the show. Yeah, that's that's a great idea, Damon. So if any of our listeners, and I, I guarantee we have at least one listener out there that is going. That somebody's going in, in our in our listener group. circle. Circle. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, what do you want to call them? <laughs> we need a cool nickname right. for them. I, I our, remember our, welcome, early, our welcome homies. Yeah, that was yeah. early on. Somebody suggested like that was like episode five. Somebody suggested <laughs> welcome homies. I, I still like homies. I, I I do think our homies should yeah, uh, yeah. help us out. <laughs> so if you're going, if you're going, and you hear this right now, send us an email. We will get you on the next episode and interview you about about the opening. As long as you have a halfway decent internet connection. Have a decent internet connection and uh, are not boring. Uh, you know that's another thing we need you to be. We don't. No, I'll know. take somebody boring that's been there. I'll be honest well, with you. Yeah, and, yeah. and also, we have to keep in mind that th- this is going to be, you know, the Disneyland opening, and it's going to be actually it, it'll be crazy. But I think that with the reservations, that won't be necessarily representative of what we see in Florida either. Yeah, no, I'm, but, interested. I'm interested. Yeah, we, to see what's going to happen. We want to hear. We talk though. food now, though. I want to talk food now. I, yeah, I, I talk always like talking about food. I figured you'd be excited about this one, Damon. So I'm going to let you do this one. I like this one too. <laughs> I I don't even know how to pronounce it though. So there's going to be a new restaurant. That's why I was called... letting you do it because I don't want to have to pronounce <laughs> Wait, it. Wait, is it <laughs> Takumi Te? Takumi Te? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like like the Kumite? No, okay. I, Hold on. Different movie. Different movie. Tom's probably never seen that one either. I don't know what you're talking so. about. I don't, I don't know what please, you're... please tell me you really don't know what I'm talking about. I, I, what is that a reference to? Kumite? Yeah. Trevor? Uh, it's, I'm it's drawing just a blank. Me. No, it's not Blood just sport? you. Blood support? Oh, I mean, oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyway, so this means... It was a long time ago. It's a long time ago. I don't remember Total, total classic movie. Anyway. Um, so this means House of the Artisan. The design celebrates the relationship between Japanese craftsmanship and the natural world while the food is inspired between, uh, <clears throat> by the wonderful collaboration between nature and Takumi, the artisan. Um, it's going to be an upscale dinner yeah. menu, right? So yeah. it's going to have wagyu beef. Which again, I don't eat beef, but that sounds very nice, and it sounds like it's going to be a great setting. And of course, there's going to be sake and um, some wine and craft beer and all that good stuff that I don't partake in really anyway. Um, but there'll be a traditional tea service, and I do love me some tea. So <laughs> mm, I, yes, I think this service. is going to be interesting. I, you know, again, I think it's something that doesn't necessarily, from the standpoint of food, really or drink, really hit what what I do. But I think that my family would really enjoy it. So I think it would be someplace we would want to try. Yeah. And it, the, it mean, looks cool. It looks really... I mean, the concept art that's out there, and we'll, we'll post pictures on the Facebook page, but the concept art looks really cool. It looks really very, like, serene and, like, uh, it just... Is that, like, an epoxy river, you think, on that table? That's, yeah. On the, on this table and this rendering, it looks like a... like an, a, Yeah. You always see, like, a, a Facebook videos about how people make these epoxy, like, little rivers and tables and stuff like that. And there's a waterfall in the background. And yeah, it looks it looks really yeah. cool, though. Yeah. I would do this place. What's interesting to me, though, I, I've seen some construction photos of this. They built, like, nothing. They built nothing of this, and they're saying it's going to open this summer, which, I mean, summer's, you know, the end of summer's far off still. But, I mean, it seems like there's nothing ready. So, And this is in the Japan Pavilion, by the way. We should probably mention that. But Yeah, I think, well, I, to me, the name gives it away, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it could be in the China Pavilion. Uh, you know, I know some people might not know yeah. which one it is. So, yeah, but uh, I mean, as far as the aesthetic goes and everything, it's you know, it, it looks very traditional Japanese. Yeah, I think I think it would be great. But unfortunately, I'm on the other side of this, where I'm the only one in my family that gets adventurous with Asian cuisine. So, I will probably never get a chance to eat here because my wife and son. We'll be like, no. 
I, I'm, I'm with you, uh, except I'm the one that would be like, no, my wife would be like, yes, because my wife eats anything and I, I don't necessarily eat anything. And it seems like it's going to be centered a lot around the, it doesn't say that it's going to be like a Japanese steakhouse, but it definitely seems it's like it's going to be around the, the Wagyu beef and, um, you know, and some of those types of things. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'll go there. I'd have to see the menu first. I'm more excited about the space restaurant that's coming to Epcot, uh, by the end of the year because they're saying that's going to open this year. I'm excited about that one. Get yeah, me there. I, I thought it would be longer than that. I, I w- I'm surprised that they announced it was going to be this year. Yeah, but I mean, this year could mean like December, you know, 30th. <laughs> I mean, but, you know. but okay, let's be honest. When have you ever known them to to open something new during the yeah. holiday season? No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking probably more like you know maybe October or November. I was hoping it was going to be open by the time I go in October because I would love to go there. It looks amazing. Mm, um, David, have you seen that one? That one looks so cool to me. Which one? The space restaurant that they're building next to uh, Mission Space. Yeah. No, it doesn't do anything for you. No. I mean, it sounds cool, but no. Do you know why? Because it's it's quick serve, right? No, no, no. It's table no. service. Table service, like real deal food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like you take like an elevator. Like they're gonna like simulate that you're going up to space in like an elevator, uh, and maybe. then Depends and then you're on the surrounded menu. by screens, and it looks like you're in space the whole time. Yeah, I knew about that. I just didn't know about the menu. If the menu yeah. looks like, I mean, is it just regular old food? They haven't done they haven't done the menu yeah, for see, it. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. I mean, if it, if it has some sort of uh, menu theme to it, I'd be interested. But if it's just like regular old food, nah. They're I don't gonna, know what it's going to be. They're going to sell all the freeze-dried stuff in the gift shop outside Mission Space. Yeah, there's going to yeah. be there's going to be a Tang dish somewhere in there. Mm. Um, I'm down for that. Tang ice cream. I'm going to call it right now. All right, that's my Tang freeze-dried Tang, tang ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah, I would freeze-dried or regular. I I mean, it'll be freeze-dried. Yeah, it would have I, to be freeze-dried. Yeah. I mean, as a real dessert, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know. It should come in in the gift shop, like, maybe. <laughs> it should come in like a little, like uh, you know, cellophane packet that you have to like squeeze it onto your plate with. <laughs> <laughs> that authentic uh, experience, <laughs> yeah, for the real authentic space experience. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do we still have like five things to talk about? Yeah, I'm sorry. Really, let, let's go. Come yeah. on. <laughs> okay. Well, this one I thought was relevant to you though, Damon, because uh, they announced a whole bunch of new holiday decorations uh, for for Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, it sounds good until I'm there. I'll let you know how it is. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but has there ever David been David knows how to in... move through our schedule quickly yeah. here. This is... <laughs> has there ever been stuff in Animal Kingdom for the holidays? I, I don't know if I've ever really heard of that being a big place for, for Christmas type stuff. Yes, but not like this. Like, okay. so they're well, first really. Of all, first of all, it's a celebration of winter. Let's make sure that we get it right. It's not Christmas. That's right. It's holidays. Oh, so that's right. solstice. Yes. Okay. Holidays, yes. 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 That's holiday decor. But so they're going to do special things on the Tree of Life. They're going to. Uh, they're actually going to do stuff in Avatar in a in a Pandora. So that's kind of cool too. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> snow covered banshees like <laughs> Christmas in Pandora. I, uh, okay. Remember, it's not Christmas. Right, right. celebration. Well, of well no, because because it says that that <laughs> the the expats living and working on the moon of Pandora will bring a little Christmas to their alien home. So yeah, the, we'll see. Kitschy holiday decor, which I kind of want to see that. I, I'll let you know how it is. Wait, Trevor, when are you going again? Uh, we go November sixteenth is when we're there. Ah, so, so. You, you're there right before the decorations. No, or the decorations no, up. They, they're there. They'll, they'll start. Then. They'll yeah. start like November first, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So so. Yeah, so we yeah, might actually have to hold out until we're both back. 
Because oh, otherwise, yeah. it's going to be really boring for our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? I'll get other people on the show that are interesting. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with that. We'll be talking about the same thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah it might it, make sense to, to actually have an episode. I thought you were just calling me trips. boring. That's no, what no, I thought. No, 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 no. That's what, not what I was saying. <laughs> that's what I, I mean, assumed. If I was, I would tell you point blank. There would be no question about it. That's but fair. no, no, no. That's, that's not it. Right. I just thought that maybe it might make sense for us to do that together. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah, because I, yeah, I think we'll both have our own takes on on how things go. I think it would make for a good episode. Yeah, rather sure. than two of the same episode. Yeah, that's that's especially since sure. I'm second. I don't like second billing like that. So, <laughs> no, I, I, I joke. I joke. Okay. Oh yeah. my gosh. All right. Next. Next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the new photo passes. This is cool. I like it's this so too. cool, right? Yeah. I'm so excited yeah. about trying this we, out when I go. Wow, we all agree that this is. Okay, I, I don't super think cool. I can't think of the last time that we were all actually excited about something like this. <laughs> yeah, this is super zoom. Like, I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Well, so anybody that hasn't seen this, basically, what this is is like you. There's a spot that you stand at, and I'm assuming there's a cast member that somehow triggers this, or they tell you to go to the spot, and they I think they go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I, I was gonna say I think what it is is that they. I think there's a photographer there taking a photo, but they're they're. Or the photo pass photographer is doing it in such a way that it lines up for the zoom as well. Okay. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. So basically what happens is it's a video. It's like a 20 second video. And basically there's a zoom out where you see the castle and everything that's going on. And then they zoom in really close to where you are and they zoom back out again. So like you can, it's cool because you can see the castle and like all the people that are there and what the day is like. And then you get a close up view of, of you. It's, yeah, I think that's awesome. It's just so cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, it just shows, you, like you said, you know, you can only capture so much in a photo, and having that ultra wide zoom, like I, I hope that the picture that they were showing as the example was just in front of the castle. I feel this should be at like every park. Like, they could do it from so many places. Yeah, yeah. like it, it, like this should be a thing that that should expand around the park, and I hope it really does. It'd be great in Hollywood Studios right in front of the Chinese theater. Like, yeah. that would be a great spot, right? And again, with the Tree of Life in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, and I mean, the Epcot, right? I mean, it would be great yeah. in all these places. Oh. There's so many cool things they could do with this. Could you imagine if they had you, like, standing, like, in like in front of World Showcase, but then they could zoom it out so you could see World Showcase and Spaceship Earth? That would be cool. Like, wow, that would be amazing. That would be really cool. <laughs> I like that they're doing fun stuff with the photo pass these days. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're really adding a lot of things on it. We talked about this a couple episodes, Trevor, you and I did. I think Damon was out that one, but, um, yeah. I, I think it's funny they're doing all this, but we still don't have a, a photo pass for big thunder, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I just think this is so cool. I, and they released a couple other ones too with like, uh, Mickey and, uh, you know, Anna and Elsa, but nowhere near as cool as the Zoom one. That one is just really cool. So, and, and the other thing to point out too is that this is free, like, or well, sorry, this is included with, with PhotoPass slash Memory Maker. It's not like it's yeah. an extra bill on top, which, I think that's really cool. I think it's I think it's nice that, you know, they're they're just including this with the existing stuff instead of saying, you know, we've got photo pass and here's your zoom one for an extra nine ninety five or whatever. Like here's an upcharge. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think it's awesome. 
I, I do too. We shared this on our Facebook uh, when they first announced it. So if you if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, we well, there's a Facebook page out there about it. So if you don't like us on Facebook, then go and like us on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, we have so many more <laughs> listeners than we have Facebook. Yeah, that's so. what I was gonna say. I don't know why we don't have more people liking us on Facebook. I think people are just not Facebook anymore. Well, right? yeah, I guess if you don't use Facebook, that's okay too. But yeah, no, I get it. I mean, you know, it's understandable. We it's. We're just glad you guys listen. You know, if you don't follow us on Facebook, that's okay. But we, we <laughs> did post this, so go check it out. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's really, really neat. And I'm excited to do it when I'm there. Uh, and we'll see if I decide to, to actually share it with everybody or not. I may. We'll see. Uh, nighttime <laughs> photos oh. as well for that would be pretty awesome. Oh, are they doing it at night? I don't know, but I'm I'm hoping... I haven't seen an example at night, so yeah, yeah. you're right, though. That would be really cool with all the lights and everything. Oh, man. I didn't even think about that. Now I got to do that at night. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll have to find out if you can do it or not. So, yeah, you you got some homework, Tom. You got to find out Stay tuned, everyone, <laughs> until I forget completely that I was supposed to do it, and then everyone asks me later, and I don't remember. So, <laughs> uh, so you know, Damon, you could take a nap for a few here while we talk about Disneyland really quick. Unless there's anything sure. else we want to talk about with the photo pass here. No? No. Nope. Okay. All right. Let's talk a little Disneyland real quick. I Well, actually, you know what, Damon? This might interest you a little bit. No, it doesn't. I already, I'm already clicking mute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're bringing back Soarin' Over California to California Adventure. I wish they would do this at Disney World, too. Uh I'm, I'm not feeling it. Really? You don't, yeah. you're not, you know, I, I, I still, I, I've done both and the new one is just better. And I, and I feel that, I, I feel that there's a bit of rose colored gra- glasses here with Soren over California. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know it makes sense in California and, I, and you know, that, them doing it in, in, uh, California adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's where it originated, but I, I feel that it kind of like, I hate to say it, but the, this to me is kind of on the same level as Captain EO, where I loved Captain <laughs> EO. And then I went and I saw it like before they took it out. And then I was like, that was a lot better in my memory. <laughs> you mean you mean the, the, the short film where Michael Jackson saves the universe through dancing and music? Yeah, with Muppets. <laughs> oh, I love Captain EO so much. Yes, it was it was so good, but it's... The, with the 3D glasses and everything, it yeah, yeah, and the floor I, shaking and all that fun stuff, yeah, yeah. I, I just feel that with Soren, it, it's going to be the same kind of thing where you know people people remember how it was, but I mean the new update, the new HD one. Once you're used to that, and then you go back to the older footage, yeah. you really start picking it apart, and you go, oh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't look as clean, it doesn't look as good as it could. You know, but, you know what though, but the, there are a lot of people that prefer the old ones still. You know, there you, you see some people out there that will say, "Well, I I prefer the original sword. I don't like the CGI that's in the new one. I don't like that there's, you know, they CGI'd some animals in. I miss the orange scent. You know, that kind of stuff." Yeah, I mean that, that that's fair. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I feel the, the longer we go along with it, though, I like especially with something like this because it is he- heavily reliant on the video. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I, so I don't think that they should in Disney world 
make the whole thing. And this is only for a month, by the way. They're just doing yeah. this June 1st to June 30th. And a lot of people are seeing right through this as like, uh, oh, hey, look over here, guys. Don't look at Star Wars. Look, look, we're, we're doing a classic <laughs> thing. Come over and go on Sora and uh, forget Star Wars for a second. Like, that's, I mean, that's got to be what it is, right? It's we a, we like, need a way to get people out of Disneyland and into California Adventure. That's exactly that's, right, right? You got to have yeah. some sort of gimmick, and this is the gimmick, right? So, um, but I, I guess what my point is, you have several theaters over at Epcot, right? So give people a choice. Be like, hey, you want to go and soar in over California? You know, you go into this line. You know, you want to go to the the new one? You go to this one. I, I don't know. I just think some people would would check out the old one. I'd I'd look at the old one every once in a while. You know, I'd still do the new one most of the time, but then every once in a while, I'd you know want to check out the classic one too. But I get what you're saying. You're totally right. The old movie was before they updated it was really badly out of date as far as you know video standards go right so yeah uh, and it, it, it you'll definitely notice a huge difference between the new one and the old one if if you watch them back to back for sure so uh, you know but you're right you're there's a lot of there's a lot of you know it, th- i feel like it's the same thing with wishes right wishes was the greatest show ever and then you know ha- happily ever after comes along and it's you know so much technically better and there's so much other cool stuff that's going on in it but everybody remembers wishes in this way that's you know that it's like the greatest show ever right and that's that's how it goes with these things we we remember things differently we romanticize things right so yeah and and i guess that's my only take on is you know i'm I'm not bashing on on soren over california as as being a bad ride or a bad video it's just i'm I, I guess I'm a little more aware of, of, you know, looking at things through rose colored glasses now. Right. It, like I, I want to enjoy the new stuff and I also don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to corrupt my memory of the old one either. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, and you know, we don't have to talk about this for long, uh, yeah. but the, the new paint scheme on sleeping beauty castle, I think it looks cool. I like I it. I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think it's, it was way overdue. Yeah, and you know know what? It's funny. I really thought there was going to be some internet outcry about this one. Like, I thought people were going to freak out about the the bold colors that they painted it, but it seems like everybody likes it. Well, no, it it should be bold colors. It absolutely should be because it's based on an animated feature film. And, like, yeah. Yeah. Why why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have it be the most colorful thing in the park? (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. But and I don't know I don't know if either of you guys read this, but I there was a really great article about the castle. I think it was in like the L.A. Times. I want to say, um, but it was an article about there's a woman who's and I I'm sorry I don't have her name, but uh, you could Google this like just Google you know the castle in Disneyland and, and basically there's a woman whose job at Disneyland is basically just just like preserve the original charm of Disneyland. Like her whole job is basically like. This is the way things are done at Disneyland. We're not going to screw that up. Like and and constantly trying. Did you read that article, Trevor? I, it was a, it was a good one. It was really interesting. If you haven't, check it out. I, and you like Disneyland, but yeah, you'll have to. I, I might have. Send you'll that to have you. to send it to me. Yeah. Yeah, but, it was really interesting. This woman's been an Imagineer for a really long time, and she was like, help open the Imagineering office there, and like, she, you know, she's basically was in charge of this redo, and like a lot of her job is preserving the history of Disneyland without, just you know, consistency. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, when any time they make a change, she basically they consult her, and they're like. 
you know, hey, can we, you know, can we do this thing? Is it gonna, is it gonna hurt the original vision of Disneyland? And I, I just think that's a neat job, like that. That's that person's job. You know, it was a really yeah, good I, article. So I, I wouldn't want that job either. That would be a very it's, that's ter- it's a hard, totally thing. terrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally terrifying. But um, yeah. but yeah. So she was responsible for this this castle thing, and she talks about too. You know, it's interesting. She talked about um, oh gosh, there was there was something that they did. I wish I remember what it was in the article. There was some change that she made that fans absolutely hated and were like destroying Disneyland on the internet. And she was talking about how much like it really hurt her. Like, d- like deep down it hurt her because she was, she like worked so hard on it. And like, she, I think she some, thought it was the right thing to do. And exactly. Yeah. And the people just rebelled. Again. I wish I remember what it was. It was, but it was some change that they made and people just absolutely hated it and were so angry about it. And um, she just like she took ownership and felt so bad about it. And, and, and it just it just reminded me, you know, that like Imagineers like, you know, we like to trash them, you know, trash Disney sometimes for doing certain things, making certain decisions, building certain rides in certain ways. But, the, you know, these are people doing this, people that actually care about what they're doing. And, you know, and, and it, it just is sad, you know, when we trash what they've done, <laughs> you know, it, obviously people put yeah. hard work into all these things. And, and so it's, uh you know. It was just a reminder to me that these are people. So, yeah, and I, I guess the, the the flip side of that is, you know, you know, Sleeping Beauty definitely needed that update. Um, it, uh, an example of how not to update the castle would be the uh, the birthday cake thing was, they did. Yeah, I was going to say the birthday cake, yeah. <laughs> which, which I'm sorry, we, I'm, there's probably an Imagineer out there that you know was involved in that that is hurt because <laughs> they thought it was a great idea, but. Yeah, I mean, really <laughs> who thought it was a good idea to paint a Pepto Bismol pink? Though I mean, it was like it well, was really—it's birthday cake color. Like yeah. it was supposed to be like pink birthday cake, I guess. But I am. Uh, you know, some people but, don't like. You remember when they did? And I, I went to the parks this year. I think it was in 1999 when they put Year 2000 over top of the of Spaceship Earth and, and Epcot. Anybody remember and, that? It was and a the big, hand with the yeah, the big the giant one? Mickey hand, and yeah, it's like 2000. I actually have an ornament of that. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a picture of me on a family vacation in front of the, you know, in front of Spaceship Earth with that. And I was thinking to myself, some people hate that one. And I was like, I thought that one was kind of cool. But, you know, I get it. Yeah. You know, or I get why people hate that. In stuff. front of the in, uh, uh, MGM or Hollywood yeah. Studios. Yeah. I actually kind of, you know, don't throw hate at me for this, but I was kind of glad they took that away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I, yeah. I like the unobstructed view of the, the of the theater. I I think it just it's a it's a better experience to me when you walk in and you just see the whole park that way. But you know, I mean, I know a lot of people disagree about that one. But yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we got we're we're on the rumor part, Damon. And I don't, I I don't know if you're gonna right. object to this just out of the fact that it has to do with Stitch, um, and getting rid of Stitch. Which is, you know, been well, dead and not dead it's back and forth. Been for gone a while. for yeah, it's gone. Stitch now. is gone. Yeah, Stitch is gone. Stitch sucked anyway. It was, you know, when it was Alien, it was the best. So. Agreed. <laughs> well, and now <laughs> Disney owns the that. Alien franchise, so you know, some people are calling well, for them to bring that thing back. So, could you imagine that would be the best? They would have to do it at Hollywood Studios, though. I think the biggest problem with that ride always was that it was in Magic Kingdom. Like, why is it in Magic Kingdom? Put it in it, Hollywood it, Studios. It was such a trap, and yeah, going back to what we we're talking about earlier, of you know. You know, traumatizing your kids. Like, there's a great example. Oh, of, you yeah. can take my one year old on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we've been talking for a while about a replacement for Stitch, and there's been a rumor for a while that Disney's developing a Wreck It Ralph ride show, whatever you want to call this. 
um, for Stitch's Great Escape. And so what this rumor is, and this is from WDWNT, where we get a lot of our stuff, um, basically what they're saying is uh, the Wreck-It Ralph attraction would reuse the existing theaters uh, in the round for uh, for Stitch's Great Escape, um, but would attach video game-style controllers to every guest seat. With these controllers, guests would somehow play an interactive role in the show. Um, You know, they're video game characters, so obviously this makes sense, but how it would all work is unknown at this time. Um, so my question to you guys, and they're saying, by the way, if everything goes according to plan, this attraction would be opening in uh, 2022, uh, a year after uh, Tron would open. So my question to you guys is, what would you want this ride to look like or show? I don't even know what you would call it, right? I, would you call it a, a ride or traction? I don't know. What would you want it to look like? What could you be doing as a group with controllers? I don't know. Hmm. You guys are the big game guys. I'm a game guy too. Yeah. Man, as much as you so, guys. so yeah, the thing is if you're talking a large group, really the, the game part of it, uh, unless you're going to have an, like an individual screen doing something, it basically just turns into like, I, I would think it would almost be like no, a voting how, system or something. How cool would it be if they could get, I mean, well, well think about it. I mean, you think, you don't think everyone's going to have their own screen? Uh, not necessarily at each chair. I don't know. Maybe. It could be like a Fortnite thing. Right? Where you're talking about some sort of open-ended world with hundreds of people. Oh, yeah. Like a one versus 100 kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more in the vein of like Sugar Rush Mario Kart type of thing. Like... I mean, with... Wow. That would... Listen, that would be like from a technology standpoint. Super hard to pull off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be interesting because you're talking... A, a game. Well, it'd be like it'd be like playing Fortnite where everyone's in the same spot, right? Like, I mean, yeah. But again, it depends how much money they're putting into it, right? It's possible. But I mean, even if you're talking Fortnite, like Fortnite, you're able to do you know a hundred people in a single match over the internet. If they had that, you know, localized just to the one room, assuming again, assuming that they had the the proper infrastructure, but you still got to draw it all. Yeah, right. Like at the end of the day, right? Like I don't think the big issue with Fortnite is the latency, but it's a lot more of having, drawing all those things at once on a screen. Yeah, you, you would have to have individual consoles doing processing, right? So that would mean having, yeah, like a hundred Xbox type systems all hooked up together. So I, I just looked this up and the theater, each theater holds 162 people. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I, I don't think it's going to be anything technologically advanced though i'll be honest with you i think it's gonna be gimmicky have you guys seen wreck it ralph 2 yet yeah i have bits and pieces yeah okay so so i'm thinking of uh the there was the part where they were trying to get likes in the movie like it it was like a like a youtube slash facebook thing and they were trying to get as many likes as they could i feel like it would be something like that where you know maybe maybe it's like you know they they why have do people... I need a controller rather than buttons though? Well, the only thought is that maybe that goes further that you know everybody votes and then maybe they single out you know a couple of people during the show, kind of like you know how you get the rebel in mm. uh, in Star Tours. So then you you know those people play a mini game or something like that. That would be an interesting thought. Yeah. So like even if it was like a let's say a Mario Kart and then they pull eight people out of the one sixty to to race and each person has a team. Yeah. 
That'll be interesting. What yeah, if it's... yeah, yeah, and then ahead, other sorry. people are kind of boosting the person, like like everybody on the same team is you know doing mm. stuff to help the 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 leader or whatever. Yeah, the, whoever their person is that they're racing yeah. f- like racing for them. That might be interesting. Like that maybe they could throw uh, oil slicks and stuff. Yeah. 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 As a gamer, that would infuriate me though if I wasn't the one driving. <laughs> kind of like what Damon's been talking about with the Millennium Falcon ride. Yeah. yeah. When, when you know when you when you play games enough and you can see people making mistakes and you just want to be like, no, no, just just don't. <laughs> just don't do that. Just, no, just yeah. stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what if what if they did it like a collaborative thing? Because that theater's in sections, right? So what if it was like I, I was thinking like the games that are played outside of um when you leave mission space mm-hmm. where they have like a couple different teams that are working together to race another team. So like each everybody has like different tasks that they have to do. You know what I'm talking about? Have you guys ever done that? Uh yeah, a couple yeah, times, yeah. About. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, it could be something like that, too. I mean, I don't know. It, it, they could go a lot of different ways with this, but I, I think it's an interesting concept, and I that's valuable real estate. I mean, I really hope they use it somehow, but I also think to myself, how does Record Ralph fit in with Tomorrowland? It doesn't. I, you know, so, well, I don't know. Well, it kind of does. You think so? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, Wreck-It Ralph, um, it, it talks about retro, but it also does look at the future and how things have changed, and that's kind of really the overarching theme of of the show well and i guess if you're talking about where they're putting tron in tomorrowland too i mean yeah i i I guess i guess i could see that yeah computers and technology do do kind of fall hand in hand with you know future and and you know progress and all that it's got to be something more than just playing a video game though right i mean like who wants to go to disney just to play a video game i mean that's not what we're looking to do right so i don't know i feel like it's got to be something more than that well i mean you're going to the void yeah, <laughs> shut up, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, I've already been there like three times. So yeah, no, whatever. Okay, that's not the whole reason I'm going to Disney. All right. You know what? You're right. That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't discount it as you know. You know, I think I, I hope it, it's something. Yeah, I hope it's not just you know pushing a button. I hope that there is more of a level of interactivity to it. Um, Something else I thought of, or I just thought of too, is that um, they could actually do. Um, you were talking about, you know, how do you do the different screens and all that? Maybe there's something with polarized glasses they could do. So, like, everybody's kind of seeing a different, not like individual screens, but like maybe each group is seeing a different gre- screen based on the, like, like you said, you know, split it up by sections and then those glasses go with that group. It, yeah yeah because then it's like you know you like like one side of the room is seeing one screen the other side of the room is seeing another screen you can't actually like screen cheat because the the polarized glasses mean you only see you only see the one screen that you're supposed to interesting yeah i think this is an interesting rumor i'm i'm, I'm interested to see what they decide to do um because i mean obviously we're going to hear if it's going to open in a couple years here in three years we're going to hear something about it soon you know, yeah, maybe D twenty three or you know. The only thing that really upsets me about this is that that's been a good place to go and meet Stitch, which my son always loves meeting Stitch, and I'll be sad if they stop doing the Stitch meet and greet because of this. Maybe they could put it somewhere else, right? I mean, yeah, they I mean, could, I, they could I, move it. Yeah, I would hope that they would move it and not just you know stop having Stitch in a meet and greet because 
again, that's just a personal thing that, you know, we, we love meeting stitch. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, anything else you guys want to ideate with the, with this uh, rumor or should we wrap this no, thing up? Let's and, wrap it up. Yeah, let's right. do this. D- Damon's tired. He wants to go to bed. Exactly. <laughs> go, Trevor, you want to wrap us up? Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. So, as usual, um, anything we've talked about on the show, or if you guys have um, comments, questions, things you want us to bring up for the next show, you can find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, as we said earlier in the episode, uh, we're looking for people that are going to Star Wars land here for, at the opening in Disneyland. If uh, you're interested in in getting on to our next episode with us, uh, drop us a line and we'll see if we can arrange for you to join us because we would really love to hear somebody's firsthand accounts of of the land and 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 how it all plays out. As usual, we are on Facebook as well, so um, you can you can talk to us on Facebook at Welcome Home Podcast. Um, uh, we we have Twitter and Instagram as well, which is Welcome Home Pod and Welcome Home Picks. Basically, anything that we post on Facebook, you will see on Twitter and Instagram, so you can follow us that way as well. If you don't want to like us on Facebook, and maybe honestly, I haven't even looked at Twitter and Instagram. Maybe that's why we don't get everybody liking us <laughs> on facebook but i i just don't use those platforms so that that's just me i don't know about you guys <laughs> i know but i will definitely i'll definitely be posting some pictures to instagram uh as as my trip goes on so awesome um i will try to post a bunch of stuff on there so yeah so yeah like i said um yeah if anybody who uh wants to get a hold of us about the star wars land stuff or about the next episode we would we would love to hear from you um also, if uh, you are finding us via iTunes or um, Android or like Spotify or whatever, um, please leave us a review because, uh, as we've said before, those reviews help other people find the podcast. So we do appreciate it. We don't expect, you know, good reviews. If you don't like us, you know, you, you can tell us why, but at least give us, you know, something constructive to work with, I guess. Don't yeah. just don't just be like. It was I bad. You guys, you guys <laughs> yeah. are the worst. Yeah. You stink. And, you know, don't give us reviews for the other Welcome Home podcasts that are out there because that would be bad, too. I, I feel like we shouldn't even be mentioning that because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't don't search for those. Um, yeah. They're, 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 so, uh, okay. I, I guess because people are probably now wondering. There, if you search for um, Welcome Home podcasts, there is other podcasts that are on totally different subjects than Disney. And some of them are not. PG necessarily, so yeah. keep that yeah. in mind. <laughs> keep that in mind before you search it. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, look for Welcome Home Podcast Disney. If you That's do right. that, you will actually find our podcast. Yeah, look for yeah. our logo. Look for a castle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you don't have to search for us, and uh, you know you don't have to find those other podcasts. Uh, and also, so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify any podcast app that's out there search for welcome home we're going to show up uh, again look for the castle right uh look look for look for our logo just so uh you know that you're listening to the right show of course just a reminder to our listeners as always welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such any opinions we express on the show are our own so please consult a dvc representative a disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today uh big thank you to dvc resale market as always for being our great partners and our great sponsors we appreciate you guys 
sponsoring this episode and uh you know talk to those folks over there if you have any questions about dvc looking to buy or sell uh they are great so again join us next time for more disney parks discussion and of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert awall the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc when we hit a chair how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.